welcome to the Splash Zone. This is your host, Pedro, on Slam Radio Series XM Channel 145. I want to talk about the Miami Heat and how they played in the preseason. The standout performer for the Heat during their brief exhibition stretch has been the 21-year-old Tyler Hero, who has scored in 76 points and leading preseason 25.3 points per game. He's really improved all across the board and has developed into one of the most skilled players in the league. You can see he gets where he needs to get. Heroes face varying circumstances in each of his first three preseason games. Starting in game one, in place of Jimmy Butler coming off the bench in game two, with top projected starters active and playing as the leading shot creator in game three, with only eight active players considering the wildly different often experimental lineups he's been playing with heroes consistent scoring binges and drawing praise another thing i want to say is that kyle larry has been balling out in his first debut as a heat starting point guard as drawn rave reviews from his teammates and coaching staff another thing is in two preseason games larry and others were held out of the friday matchup against san antonio and by just playing 17 games, he's averaged about 15 assists per game, only committing four turnovers. Big man Bam Adebayo has seen his scoring average and field goal attempts per game rise in each of his four first four seasons. Few at his size possess his combination of athleticism, ball handling, shooting touch, and passing ability. Now entering year five, it seems like Bam is poised to elevate his offensive game even further. In two ex- exhibition outings, Bam, who has only played 14 minutes per game and has averaged 8.5 shot attempts in each of those two games, means that Bam is trying to look for his shot and is trying to improve his shooting. Over 20 shots a game is probably an unrealistic regular season number. Another reminder that small sample sizes and preseason matchups come with a myriad of Cavs, but between Bam's immediate pick and roll and transition synergy with Lowry as well as him showing a demonstrable, more aggressive mindset against one-on-one matchups, whether it's a slower big who can't contend with his jumper or an undersized mismatch who can't keep him out of the paint. There appears to be a window for Bam to have an historic season for the team with an opportunity to become the third center in franchise history to average 20 points and 10 rebounds per game. Although it may only be the preseason, the Miami Heat have really looked good thus far. While some teams are sort of mailing it in and just trying to get to the regular season, Miami seems to be going for the win every time. Jimmy Butler played his first game of his campaign after sitting out the other day versus the Hawks. He didn't play a ton of minutes, but it was just nice to see him out there. Other than that, though, what were some of the major takeaways from Game 2 of the preseason? Who played well? Who played poorly? What can the Miami Heat do better moving forward? But going back to Tyler Hero this far this year, he seems to be playing the game with a whole new purpose. He knows what he wants to do, and then he goes out and does it. This is the type of play that most fans wanted to see f- from Hero for all of last season. 
if the Miami Heat can get this version of Hero for the whole season, they'll have a six-man-of-the-year candidate in their roster. But throughout the course of this past offseason, one of the biggest storylines was fans begging Bam Adebayo to be more aggressive. Well, he finally showed flashes of that aggressiveness last night. While he wasn't attacking the paint on every single drive, there were definitely moments where it was clear that he was making a conscious effort to get to the basket. He was feeding off Kyle Lowry's amazing playmaking skills and getting a ton of open looks from that too. It was just He was just great all around. He ended up scoring 15 points on the night, but was but that was only in around 14 minutes of playing time. With the right number of minutes, that number could see a series of increase. After a solid performance against the Atlanta Hawks, Mr. Max Schroes struggled last night in Houston. He shot one of five from three and just couldn't find his range. It seemed as though all of his shots were either sh- just short or too long. It was just an ugly night for him, who is supposed to be Miami's sharpshooter off the bench. That being said, one night, one one off night is no reason to panic. This is just a preseason, and regardless of that, everyone has a bad shooting night every once in a while. If anything, is a good thing that he kept taking shots. That shows that even on his off night, he won't lose confidence in his ability to shoot the ball. While the stat sheet may say that Dwayne Dedman had a fairly effective 8.8 rebound game, anyone who watched knows that it was far from just that. All throughout the first half, Dedman just couldn't seem to do anything right. He was picking up moving screen fouls, throwing the ball away, and dropping passes. This isn't to say that Dedman isn't a quality backup point guard. He just had a really rough night. He knew it too, as it was clear that he was getting visibly frustrated with himself. There's little doubt that Damon will be able to return to turn things around quickly. He just struggled last night. Hopefully, he'll be back on track by next game. As mentioned when discussing Tyler Hero's phenomenal performance, Kyle Lowry looked great in this game. He piggybacked off a stellar game versus the Hawks and played superbly last night. He tilled 7 assists in his first quarter alone and ended the game with 10 assists in all around 19 minutes of playing time. It was truly an impressive display. His ability to create shots for others is going to bring Miami's offense to the next level. In fact, it already is in just two preseason performances. While that it still isn't absolutely the case right now, there is reason to feel better about it than one might have prior to the open to the season opener. Though just a preseason contest, meaning that you still need a ton, and in the regular season, Tyler Hero showed that he has been working on his pressure handling ability, and the myth about his improved strength wasn't a myth at all because you could tell by him playing that he has improved a lot in his strength as well. One last thing that I want to talk about is about Miami Heat's backup point guard, Gabe Vincent. The second reason is the main reason we're here today. And fresh off an Olympic play for his nation of Nigeria might have shown you enough to believe that he should be capable of the backup point guard duties for the moment. Thinking thinking back to the very beginning of Gabe's time in Miami, he hasn't really shot the ball that well. Coming to the team as a sharpshooter, as a shooter is that ability that got him there and obviously still has the confidence of key decision makers as they brought him back 
again this season. While the trust in his shot is one thing, this has been Pedro on Slam Radio Series X in Channel 145, The Splash Zone. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 145. 180 over 111, and I had a stroke. I couldn't speak or walk. This is high blood pressure. Get back on your plan. Go to loweryourhbp.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. Good morning, amigo. Amanda, your thoughts? So this is my first ever bowl of cereal with milk. So it's kind of an eye-opening experience. What? Yeah. <laughs> That's been the big joke. You didn't know that? You should have muted I thought you that. were kidding me. No, I seriously have never had a bowl of milk and cereal. I'm your daughter. How, I'm, I'm your daughter. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm your daughter. Yes, Frank! Yeah! <laughs> That's a bite. That's a bite. <laughs> and coincidentally, we're eating cereal. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays from 7 to 11, only on Series 6M, 145, Slam Radio. Wash your hands, avoid sick people, and touching your face. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Sam Radio has brought so much positivity into my life that allows so many young people to have a voice. I'm very thankful for this opportunity at Slam Radio. Not a lot of people get to say that they worked on the first radio station run inside a high school. I've learned so much from Frank the Tank. I've learned so much from Danny, from the Amigo. I've learned so much from them and I thank them so much and it means a lot to me. Slam Radio is a community. It just gives you opportunity. They give you opportunities that not many schools have. The people here are just great. Someone always has your back no matter what. It is definitely a place to leave your egos and your insecurities behind and just be yourself and all become one. I'm so thankful for everybody here at Slam Radio and I'm thankful for this wonderful opportunity that I've been given to jumpstart my career. You are listening to Slam Radio on Sirius XM 145. Yo, what's up? Baby, let's go! This is Tua Tungle Yo, Sway Calloway. This is Spice Adams. This is Michael, the playmaker everywhere. What's up? This is Grok, and you're listening to Slam, Slam Radio. Radio. Sirius XM. Yeah! And welcome back to the Splash Zone on Slam Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 145. Free agency hasn't even happened yet and people are already looking ahead to the next year's NBA Finals. Will the Miami actually have pretty decent odds to make to take home the whole thing? NBA Final odds are released every year at a date that feels way too early. That time is this year, right now, and and the Miami Heat are in an okay spot, but it could be a whole lot better. According to WinBet, the Miami Heat are tied for the eighth best odds to win the 2022 NBA championship. This also gives them the fourth best odds in the Eastern Conference. The two teams ahead of the ahead of them in the East is Brooklyn, who hold the best odds, the Philadelphia 76ers, and the reigning champion Milwaukee Bucks. The other five ahead of them are the Lakers, Warriors, Suns, and Nuggets. Considering how the Miami Heat went out last season, these are pretty good odds. Notable teams below them in the rankings include the Clippers, Hawks, and Celtics. With free agency coming up, these odds could see a massive shift. The Miami Heat could skyrocket in the rankings or could drastically plummet. Kyle Lowry's free agency decision could have a major impact on the Heat's title odds. 
If he ends up in Miami, that number is sure to rise. However, the opposite can be said for he signs elsewhere. Other major factors in the next year's title odds include the lingering trade rumors, teams for Ben Simmons, Bradley Beal, and Damian Lillard, and up will likely see their title odds rise. All that being said, fans should be motivated by these final odds for the Miami Heat. They are in a good spot right now, and but have plenty of room to grow. If they could string together a bounce-back season, they should easily be able to compete with the top teams in the NBA, putting them in the same category as the Mavericks and Jazz. May not fit well with some fans, but that feeling as motiv- motivated. The Miami Heat have been in the business of proving people wrong for years. Next seasons, next season should be no different as they embark on another quest for an NBA championship. Whenever a roommate rears his head this offseason, the Miami Heat always managed to get involved. Well, the latest buzz is no different. According to Sam Wamick, the Miami Heat are one of the top suitors in potential Ben Simmons trade. The other teams mentioned here were Toronto Raptors and the Washington Wizards. Amick was writing about the Bucks' finals run and LeBron James' next move in LA when he dropped the bomb. He stated that it is very likely Simmons gets moved this season. This offseason, Damian Lillard and Bradley Beal rumors have dominated headlines, but, season, but Simmons is the only superstar who is likely to likely going to be dealt this offseason. Washington is, is only a suitor in a potential Bradley Beal and or for Simmons swap. He said that a source told him about these three teams that they are the most profitable destinations for Simmons. Miami Heat fans will likely be back and forth on the idea. As the Miami Heat embark on their offseason quest to land a third star, one name to keep track of is Bradley Beal. The Wizards guard is apparently growing restless in Washington. Beal is considering requesting a trade ahead of this year's NBA draft. The event is set for this Thursday. So if this rumor proves to be true, Bill could be on the move very soon. Many believe Bill would request a trade last season, but in the end, he doubled. He doubled down on the fact that he wanted to stay in Washington. Things, things seem to have changed since then. The Wizards made a miraculous run to the to the end of the season and landed the eight, the eighty, the eighth seed in the playoffs. However, after a swift first-round exit, Beal may may be sick of losing. People around the league constantly stated that Beal did not want to leave Washington. However, according to Fisher, sources are now saying that Beal is unsure of what he wants. The Miami Heat will fo- will likely focus most of their energy on the free agent market this offseason. That doesn't mean they won't be in trade talks. Now that the NBA season has finally ended. Trade rumors are going to start to heat up. As teams try to reformulate their rosters, trades are bound to happen. With the amount of talent currently in the NBA, tons of teams believe that they are good enough to win a championship. At the same time, some teams are going to hit the reset button and would want young assets. Obviously, the Miami Heat fall under the first, that first category with Jimmy Butler and Bam Adamayo. 
on the roster, they could potentially build a championship caliber team. The key will be adding the right pieces around those players in order to do that via trade, though the Miami Heat would have to send players out in return as well. The issue there is that they don't have a ton of players under contract that they can trade. After Butler and Adebayo, who are particularly untouchable, there are only a few players left. That list, that list gets even smaller considering someone like Omar Yerson likely won't have any trade value. Pat Riley is going to, is going to have to get creative if he wants to pull off any trades this summer. To make matters worse, the Miami Heat don't have many draft picks they can trade either. The next, the next first round they have available to trade right now is in 2027. With all that in mind. What are the Miami Heat's most three most valuable tra- trade tips? Who can they use in order to bring someone more talent to the South Beach? Who knows? Precious Two is a superstar, a superstar, young, super raw NBA talent. He has shown the potential to become a solid center, just but just hasn't gotten enough opportunities yet. He didn't play much his rookie season as Dwayne Dedman acted as the primary backup center in Miami. He played in 61 games but only averaged 12.1 minutes per game, and those minutes are two averaged 5 points, 3 rebounds, and, and 5 assists per game. He shot 54.4% from the field. Ochoa was spent this summer playing with the Nigerian national team in the Olympics. He already created a viral highlight when he blocked Kevin Durant at the rim in their upset over Team USA. Though he may be undersized, he could he could potentially turn into a quality NBA center. Rebuilding teams may be willing to take a chance on the 21-year-old. He could be included in a huge deal to land a superstar, but what more value to a team that is currently... As for the Mavericks, Dragic would be able to team up with fellows. Luka Doncic with a new management everything is possible to make Dodgers happy and put him in the position. And this has been Pereciano on Slam Radio Series XM Channel 145, The Splat Zone. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio Series XM Channel 145. We are strong. We are resilient. And we will get through this together. But these are stressful times, and it's important to also practice good self-care. It's normal to feel overwhelmed, anxious, or afraid. But there is hope. Reach out to someone. Connect with your friends. Stay in touch with your community. And know that you are not alone. Learn more at wearebroadcasters.com slash hope. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Good morning, amigo. So that Never one makes a little more sense. Backwards, not even to get. How do you even, like, well, hold on. That might be actually difficult to. Para atrás ni para coger impulso. Don't even go back a step, to, even if it's just to go forward. It seems Always like it's a long forward. explanation. Yeah, it's hard it to It seems like you have to write. It sounds like you're two, 250 words. Explain this sentence. That phrase needs an instruction manual. <laughs> Morning, amigo. Weekdays from 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio.
Wash your hands, avoid sick people, and touching your face. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Sam Radio has brought so much positivity into my life that allows so many young people to have a voice. I'm very thankful for this opportunity at Slam Radio. Not a lot of people get to say that they worked on the first radio station run inside a high school. I've learned so much from Frank the Tank. I've learned so much from Danny, from the Amigo. I've learned so much from them and I thank them so much and it means a lot to me. Slam Radio is a community. It just gives you opportunity. They give you opportunities that not many schools have. The people here are just great. Someone always has your back no matter what. It is definitely a place to leave your egos and your insecurities behind and just be yourself and all become one. I'm so thankful for everybody here at Slam Radio and I'm thankful for this wonderful opportunity that I've been given to jumpstart my career. You are listening to Slam Radio on Sirius XM 145. Yo, what's up? Baby, let's go. This is Tua Tungle by Yo, Sway Calloway. This is Spice Adams. This is Michael, the playmaker everywhere. What's up? This is Grok, and you're listening to Slam, Slam Radio. Radio. Serious XM. Yeah. And welcome back to the Splash Zone on Slam Radio Series XM Channel 145. Tally Hero has been thrown around in trade rumors a bunch already this offseason. He is far and away the most valuable trade chip the Miami he have on the roster. He played super well in the bubble, and though many believe he had a down year last season, he put up better numbers in nearly every category. Hero had the potential to turn into an all-star player. Ideally, the Miami Heat will trade him in a blockbuster trade if they do decide to move him. Even if they can't find a deal like that, though, he still holds a ton of value around the league. If put in the right situation, he could easily average over 20 points per game. He has the confidence and talent and talent to be a special, special player in the NBA. Last year, Hero averaged 15.1 points, 5 rebounds, and 3.4 assists. He shot 43.9% from the field and 36% from 3-point range. Some teams that could potentially be interested in Hero are the Cavaliers, Timberwolves, and the Kings. There are mutually beneficial trades that could, that can be done with each of those teams. First and foremost, Colin Sexton supposedly being openly shot by the Cavs this offseason. A Hero for Sexton swap could help out both sides. As for the Wolves and Kings players such as D'Angelo Russell and Buddy Hill could, would help out the Miami Heat on both adding both as shooting, which the team desperately needs. Hero recently said that he is going to stop listening to trade rumors and focus on helping the Miami Heat. The only question is, will the Miami Heat let him do that, or will they trade him? The Miami Heat are about titles, and it takes a whole team to win a championship. Obviously, having having superstars, superstar players is important, but making sure that the team around them is complementary to their skill set is also important imperative for the heat this means bringing the role players that complement the skills and strengths of Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo. Butler and Adebayo are both extremely versatile players who share the same major weakness in their game. Both of them for all of their strengths are underwhelming at shooting the ball from deep. Jimmy shot the ball at 24% from three this past season while Bam shot, shot it at 25%. 
clip on eight attempts total this season. This lack of spacing on the floor between the both of them can be a liability at times, and it and make it difficult for the team, the Heat, to get the ball moving in a half-court set. Another weakness that must be addressed are the Heat's rebounding issues. The, these issues were made clear in 2020 NBA Finals and emphasized in the Heat's first round loss against the Bucks this year. Bam is under side center. For all of his athleticism, he can be asked to handle the entire rebounding load at 6'9". With all of that being said, here are some roles who can help out sort their issues. The next guy has been linked with the Heat in recent weeks and it's clear to see why. Tim Hardaway Jr. not only would make would it make for an excellent storyline, but Tim Hardaway Jr. is also an incredible perimeter player offensively. He shot 39.1% from deep on 7.6 attempts in the 2020-2021 regular season, making him exactly the kind of player that the Heat need. That type of production from the three-point line is exactly what Butler and Adebayo need to thrive. Their offs, their offense games are based on scoring inside and getting to buckets in the paint. With the shooter like Hardaway on the perimeter waiting on for waiting for a kickout along with Duncan Robinson, the Heat offense numbers could improve heavily. Hardaway is also a player who can create his all his own offense and and is just. It's not just a standstill shooter. He can he can take people on on and drive into the paint, making him a threat from both the outside and the inside. He averaged 60.6 points per game last season, which is already more than the Heat's third highest scorer last season, Tyler Hero. The lack of offense on this squad is noticeable, and Hardaway could pro- provide much-needed offense to help Jimmy and Ben. The Miami Heat, if he was good enough for San Antonio, he's good enough for Miami. Patty Mills would be an incredible grab for second unit. He is an adept shooter, shooting 37.5% from deep. And as he is proving on Team Australia, he's, he is comfortable running the offense and creating with the ball in his hands. Mills has been the example of consistency during his time with the Spurs and I think that he could be an excellent backup point guard to acquire to run the bench unit. The he's the he's bench needs a much needed scoring upgrade and confident Mills could bring that to the table. Kendrick Nunn and Goran Dragic seem closer and closer to leaving in free free agency and bringing in Mills as one of their replacements could could be a positive move. Mills also has championship experience as he won the NBA championship with the Spurs in 2014. I think bringing in a veteran who has that sort of experience to mentor his young players should also help the squad perform better. The, the going gets tough or when the pressure is high, Mills is an extremely hardworking player who could add offense on the court and much needed leadership of the Terrence Ross is a flamethrower. That is a known fact around the league. He is a good role player. It's averaging 15.6 points per game. However, when Ross gets his shot going, there is little anyone can do to stop it. One of the fable he cutters adding Ross to the roster would be a good you know, good move for Miami. Like Jay Crowder, Ross can catch fire at any time and become a scoring machine. 
A player that like that would be what the Heat's second unit needs when Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo are off the floor. The offense becomes noticeable, slower, and stay stagnant. Having someone like Ross who can score from anywhere on the floor would be would help add a sense of urgency to the second unit. Ross is also a reliable three-point shooter, shooting 36.4% from three across his career. He could help space the floor in Linos with Jimmy and Bam helping helping them play to the best of their abilities. Ross is a solid role player who can add instant offense to any lineup he is inserted in. Adding him to the squad can help the Heat get over the offense who's, who's and help push this team closer to competing for another title. And lastly, I want to talk about Holmes. He averaged 1.6 blocks per game last season, meaning he can hold down the pain while Bam is resting. These players are obviously just who like to see that he try and acquire one thing is certain. This roster needs to be improved in order to win a championship. And this has been Periciano on Slam Radio Series XM Channel 145, The Splash Zone.